0: Hello everyone. I'd like to welcome you to Professional Oklahoma Educators' Bite-Sized Learning Podcast, where bite-sized changes can have a big impact in the classroom. This is Season 2, Episode 1. I'm Jason Bings, the host of this podcast. Today's episode is titled, It Was the Best of Times, It Was the Worst of Times. Many of you may be familiar with the opening lines of this classic novel by Charles Dickens. You may be feeling as though you're living out your own worst of times right now. As we approach the new school year, many districts are dealing with their own version of this opening line as they're finalizing their plans for how instruction is going to be provided. This could be a traditional school day with other options available as needed or as requested, or it could be virtually at the beginning with a shift to traditional as the year progresses. These decisions have been very difficult for districts to reach and ultimately They want what is best for students and staff. Administrators have been faced with the problem that no matter which decision they make right now, a large portion of the population will be upset with them and the stresses are beginning to take their toll. It's making many of them second-guess their calling and want to give up. As educators, we need to understand the challenges they face. As I write this, I know that many of the people reading this post or listening to the podcast may be of differing opinions. Some of you may not want to return to traditional instruction immediately because of the continued spread of COVID across our state. Others of you may be ready to jump back into class with masks and other hygiene safeguards in place, while still others may be of the mind that it is time to get back to normal or the number of cases are negligible in your area so you're currently not worried about the spread very much. It's very likely that there are teachers in your district that fit into all of these categories. Now along those same lines, POE has been asked questions about where we stand on more than one occasion. POE is a member-driven organization, and as such, our decisions are based on the needs of our members. If our membership is clearly supportive of one particular point of view, We advocate for that point of view. But as outlined above, our members are divided on what stance we should be taking. Furthermore, POE strives to maintain a collaborative relationship with educators and leaders. So if POE were to make demands of administrators, it would destroy that relationship and wouldn't serve our members in the long run. What POE does is provide factual information to help educators make informed decisions and share the concerns our members have. PoE does not promote the agenda of the staff but the agenda of our members. There have been times when the staff held one point of view but the members held another. So when it comes to promoting and encouraging a point of view, PoE always defaults to the desires of our members. There are going to be times that you may find yourself disagreeing with a position that POE takes on a topic. When that happens, it's because the majority of our members support the position that POE is taking. But on the next issue, someone else may be in disagreement. POE will not tell you what to think, and we will not tell you how you should vote on any issue. Instead, POE is going to provide the information that's going to allow you to make an informed decision. With that being said, I want to shift back to the decisions facing local and state leaders right now. Imagine yourself in a leadership position and having to navigate all of these firmly held convictions. These are not easy decisions because no matter what you decide, someone is going to be upset and they'll be sure that your decision was the wrong one. I think back to my time as a building administrator and how I wrestled with some of the tough decisions I had to make. Even on a good day, administrators are faced with hundreds of decisions that affect hundreds of students and families. For many administrators, they arrive at work long before many of the other staff members do. And often the decisions for the day started long before they even made it to the building. In fact, it isn't uncommon for them to start working before 6 a.m. and still be at it after 10 p.m. These decisions range from student safety to substitute teachers and budget expenditures, but many of the decisions require careful thought and consideration, while others require very little thought. So if you add to these decisions all the other responsibilities associated with the position like observations and evaluations, curriculum, staffing, communication, and all the other items that are part of the responsibilities of an administrator you can see exactly how much an administrator has to deal with just on a normal day based on the examples that I gave. And during the summer they get to shift their focus a little bit and focus more on staffing, on scheduling and on opening the school, which can be time-consuming. But you add to that list all of the alternate schedules and demands that are being thrust upon them right now. It can be very overwhelming. As we start this school year, we know you're overwhelmed and unsure you may have had extensive involvement in the decisions your school is making or you may feel like you've been left in the dark either way with the constantly evolving situation it's understandable that many leaders have hesitated to reveal their plans too soon for fear of having to backpedal or retract them due to changing circumstances or regulations so with all of this in mind what do we recommend for you Well, first thing I would recommend is that you work as closely as possible with your leaders to provide the safest learning environment for your students. Next, be patient and understanding with your leaders as they try to lead in this crazy current environment and situation. I also think you need to be open to the reasoning behind the decisions that are being made on your behalf. It's also important to do your homework. As you know, conflicting information is often shared on social media and other platforms, and it's often difficult to determine fact from fiction. Check the source and the date of any information you read and compare it to other credible sources. Along those same lines, I recommend that you act on facts, not opinions. Now this can be challenging because it seems as though new facts come to light every week and sometimes those facts seem to contradict each other. But part of this also means that you need to not respond to rumors. If you hear rumors, go to the source to get the facts. The next thing that I want you to be sure of is that you're understanding when leaders either don't have all the information or can't share all of the information yet. They may not be able to tell you anything new, because they're still finalizing plans or because it hasn't been passed down to them yet. While you may be unsure about what school will look like this year, I wanna leave you with these final thoughts. Number one, remember you were called to this profession to make a difference in the lives of students. Keep that as your primary focus. Your students still need you. Number two, Model what it means to be an active learner for your students by continuing to learn and grow yourself. You may have to learn many different tools and techniques this year to effectively instruct your students. Do so with the energy that you would expect from your most engaged learners. Number three, effective teaching is universal. No matter what the environment or platform, Effective teaching still involves the same principles. Don't deviate from those, even if you have to change your method of delivery. Number 4. You are the most important factor in student success. No other factor has as great an impact on learning as you, the teacher. No technology, no textbook, no tool is as significant. So don't waste that impact by not being prepared. As always, we want to help in any way we can. Reach out to us with your questions or concerns to let us know how we can best serve you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. Please share and comment to let us know how we can help you and others. You may leave your comments in your podcatcher of choice, but to guarantee we receive them in a timely manner, go to bit.ly slash bite-sized pod and complete the form. If you would like to schedule a professional learning session for your school or an online meeting, you can send an email to pl at If you would like more information about professional Oklahoma educators, check out our website, www.apoe.org. You can find the links to this podcast and blog under the resources tab on the website or you can go to poe poe can also be found on facebook at apoe.org and on twitter at profoklaedu